I'm sure it'll be great. Okay, cool. Uh, right, so hello and welcome to episode seven of Bottle Pop. This is not so much a podcast, but two mask pop fans just being really mask and talking about mask pop together. Today I'm joined by Supermask, Sophie Wilkinson. <laughs> welcome to my humble abode. Thank you for having Sophie, me. Sophie, you're welcome. And Sophie is uh, a good friend of mine, but first and foremost, a journalist. Yes. A co- part of the commentariat <laughs> online and written. You do a lot of different things, don't I you? I generalise, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you, like don't, to... you don't have one employer. No, I like to spin plates in case any of my employers might you know, not Le- be able to employ me. Yes. Or not want to employ me. But I kind of know you most from the debrief. That's yes. the kind of yeah. thing that sort of shines out for Yeah. Because you kind of set that up. I was involved in the launch team of it. It yeah. was um it was all set up by quite a big company called Bow Media and they own oh, right. a load of things. But they um they decided to set up a young woman's site and I was I'd been working at Heat for quite a while beforehand. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. How's the debrief doing? No, it's it's doing um it's doing really, really well. They've just they've just done a campaign called Making Make Rensing Fair. Right. And they managed to get letting agents fees banned. And it wasn't oh. just them, but they they really kind of spearheaded well, uh, a movement along with Along with a few other charities and MPs and stuff like that, but that's they they really pushed on. that. Yeah, I mean that was it w- I had really no hand in that, but mm-hmm. my brilliant colleagues led it. So yeah. Well, that is fantastic, and hopefully we will benefit from that in yeah. the future. Um, I have I only provided Sophie with a bottle of white wine today. That's alright. So Sophie wouldn't allow that, <laughs> and went out of her way to provide some Spumante Prosecco from, the, I'd imagine the Turkish shop this is from, right? No, that's actually from, that's an old birthday present. Oh. So it's a vintage from February. Oh my yeah. God, are you kidding? I know, I know. Are you kidding? Wow. Honestly, okay. I, I was given it kind of a little bit after my birthday and then this I've, is proper I've then. kept it. San Leo. Maybe I should, shall I Google? Maybe. Okay. Please Google this. I'm gonna... How do you spell Spum? So it's just, I mean, I'd imagine just uh, Google San Leo, the, the vine, the vineyard, and it's uh, Spumanti, which is S-P-U-M-A-N-T. Waitrose. Is it Waitrose? Oh, I think it is, yeah. Um, yeah, which don't sound so disappointing. I don't know. Like, you like Waitrose? I do like Waitrose. It's part of my aesthetic. Oh, it's a 10.99 bottle. Apparently it's, well, it's, it's the genuine article bursting with citrus rich character. Well, let's find out. There's only one way and to And bundles of charm. Ooh, like me. <laughs> Woo, happy birthday. Brilliant, thank you very much. You're welcome. And this was, um, this was February, I, I DJed. Yes, yes you did. You brought everyone together. I've got so many different friends from different walks of life and a few of them couldn't really make it up to, up to Clapton. Yeah. But of the ones, I have friends that I've known there since I was four, friends that don't really know anyone, and like everyone kind of united together because oh. of this music. It was very, well, it I, was, I had you really got time. the tone right. Well, Thank I just played, played like girls with guitars. That was kind of the key. I yeah. Think. It was a lot of angsty pop. Yeah, and a real mix. Pink, tattoo, Hole. Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Osborne, yeah. Hole. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I played the Macarena at one point. Yeah, like yeah, it was, definitely. It was a real party. So it's a real. Well, we should toast to your birthday first of all. Here we which, go. You know, it was like Happy birthday to four me. Four months ago. I know, I know, but it's nice to have a summer birthday and a winter birthday. Yeah. yeah. So cheers to that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, um, that's all right. Oh yeah, that's that right. is bursting yeah. with flavour, isn't that it? That is, yeah. Lots of bundles of character. I'm gonna. Save that. What would so it's from Waitrose? Do you um? Okay. What would you say? I mean, Waitrose is like your number one or number two. I would say I would say Sainsbury's Waitrose. M and S. M and S. Yeah. Um, and then. This is all very. Tesco. Tesco's. And then Tesco's number, shit. It's convenient. It's, it's everywhere. Shit, there's uh, yeah. I mean, but there's there's a Tesco kind of. Everywhere. everywhere. And they're always open. I mean, I've got a 24 hour Tesco near me, which is fantastic. Fantastic, yeah. Um, and then, oh, I'd happy. say number five. I mean, I've, I've never, I don't think I've been to an, an Aldi or a Lidl, which makes me really... <laughs> Sophie Wilkinson has never been to Aldi or Lidl. No. This, I've... this, this, this must mean that this is you. Okay. 
Coca-Cola. Do you want Coca-Cola? If you want a Coca-Cola, let me know now before I close the cooler door. Um... Well, look, I've closed the cooler door now, so it's too late. If you want Coca-Cola, you'll have to get it on your own. Chloe, do you want a Coca-Cola? No, thanks. Right. <laughs> darling, darling, what did Mummy tell you? Not with a metal spoon. You'll bruise the dough. <laughs> but it's only panini, Mummy. Now, come on. You're next off Twitterly, aren't you, next now, week? Now, are you putting olives Yes, I am. I'm yes. off Twitterly. Right, well, that's fine. When but this one is out, I'll be Because there's only one olive today. fork. Because yeah. Chloe's using it right now, aren't you, Chloe? Well, actually, no. I'm still waiting for my olives to temper. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I mean, I think there's a whole range of supermarkets you've missed there. There's Morrison's. We don't really have that down here, though. No, there there is a Morrison's. I there, I used to go to in all fairness. I grew up. I grew up with the Safeways. Oh, so, I love Safeway. Which is now, which is now mm. Morrison's. And or, or, as the actually no, it was as the of course. Come, hard they hard do some by. really good ice creams. There, there was an Asda down in Charlton. I used to go love to. Love we'd, we'd get a nice ice cream. So normally, Sophie, I ask our guests to make a toast to something, mm-hmm. something topical. Maybe a singer. Maybe a artist maybe a politician maybe just a feeling yeah perhaps. okay so have you decided on what we are doing a formal toast to? i have decided on toasting yeah. to and this is some i'm i'm kind of rediscovering Ooh. uh this this <laughs> kind of side of my i'm just wondering how long i can draw this out you can, telling you, you can let's toast to lana del rey it was her 32nd birthday oh. and i think she might actually be 32 i don't think she's lying about that oh. um and I was I was listening to video games the other day again, and it's that's almost five years old, and mm-hmm. I think it's still got, it's still got that real kind of sparkle to mm. it, and it's got that lovely, nostalgic element to it, and you don't just reminisce to when it came out, you reminisce to this time before that didn't quite exist, and yeah. you can really project a lot of fantasies onto her music. I think. I'm absolutely a big fan mm. of Lana Del Rey. I can see the big yeah. side. So obviously to, living to Julian, here, not you there. Julian so. works for her management company. <laughs> yes. Um, and but it's it's very sort of fortuitous that he does because mm-hmm. he was a massive fan of hers before. So obviously that was just an added bonus that he got to escort her to the Brits or whatever, and oh, that wow. obviously living his dream. But I never, when she first came out, I was never a very big fan. I was like, this is all just hype. It's too much. Yeah. But video games is amazing, and um, and then I kind of was like I backwards fell into it. So I I, yeah. I sort of discovered her first album years after everyone else. And Summertime Sadness to me is like one of the best songs. Of all yeah. Time. So now I'm like I don't even know if her fans have names, but if they do, I'm one of them. Like, yeah. I'm I'm so into it. She uh, she first came out at a time where it was like really peak music think piece. Yeah. And I think it was it seems as if that whole period has been bookended by her and then Ed Sheeran's latest album mm. because I think there's so many things that he does on that album that maybe if he was a woman doing that or maybe if it was a few years ago mm. people would be really really going in and I think I, people go yeah. in on him already oh they do, they do they do but probably not hard enough maybe I do think there's a lot of pop that we don't necessarily listen to in a kind of clean way it's always muddied by the different entanglements of the right. the different Everyone's kind opinion. of yeah all the opinions and everything and sometimes it's quite nice to just Where leave a song alone for a while and then the listen to it of like yeah. how it how it fits into what's happening politically yeah. and everything that, yeah exactly and also some songs that will just be overplayed and overplayed like i mm. rarely ever listen to a Florence and the Machine album when it comes out. Mm. Um, but then you fall in love after. I just wait a little bit afterwards because I'm like that with I can't. Yeah, because I can't. I hate hype. I seem to have a two year delay on everything. <laughs> so I remember Jesse J, which is really irrelevant, but I really liked the song Domino about two yeah. years, two years after it came out. Yeah. And was like posting about it constantly and singing it and like, tweeting it and just literally living for Domino and like found this like orchestral version of it and I remember one of my friends being like isn't it weird how everyone's talking about Domino again and I was like no it's not everyone it's It's me it's just you it's It's probably Jessie J she's probably still talking about Domino I I was obsessed with it and then like I'd keep requesting it in G.A.Y and like it would come on and then and then it, it did seem to, it feels, maybe this is really like megalomaniac for me, but it feels like it had a resurgence because, because I Because of it. you. <laughs> yeah, of How course. ridiculous. Like, I, I haven't really listened to the new Lord album because everyone else is. It's like, yeah. It's like I just really don't want to be part of something, almost. It's weird. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I don't appreciate it and I don't like it. 
there's only a few albums that come out where I'm like, I want to listen to it on the day it's released. And Harry Styles' album was the last album that I listened to on the exact day. Oh yeah. And considering that I, I don't feel massively invested in him at all, mm. and I didn't really love the album that much. But last album, was, your last album was Harry Styles. Mine no, was the last album that I list that I downloaded yeah. was Lord. Oh. The last album that I listened to on the exact day was, was Harry Styles. So yeah. I need to, I do need to get into Lord because I really like. Um, because I say so. I really like her, but I think yeah. Lord. Um, speaking of Lana Del Rey, I yeah. feel like Lord didn't rip her off, but she kind of stole her thunder a little bit. Yeah. And I know I, I hate comparing female artists because I feel like that's really lazy. Yeah. But in the kind of um, sort of like confessional way and like doing trip hoppy dark music yeah. and, and sort of. Um, I don't know, maybe that's a really lame comparison. It isn't, yeah, it isn't. I, I think Lana Del Rey is just such a, there is something so mysterious about her and it is like quite annoying yeah. uh, that she that she places herself as this 60s um, mm. beehived kind of Presley. Priscilla Presley. Yeah, she really oh, paints herself as yeah, that. Does, and it's but... so interesting, her Instagram stories, all of them are silent. She never talks to the camera. And I think there's she likes to keep up this illusion of her being this, like she's like she's trapped in amber, you know, like those flies that are kept yeah. in amber and stuff. And that that that's one side of her, and then the other side of her is you know her with her mates in the photo booth in Soho mm. House Hollywood and stuff. And she's clearly got these two different personalities going on, and we never really see who she actually is. And I well, kind of respect her for that. I read this piece, another piece um, about a think piece, a think piece okay. about Harry Styles. Yeah, and this was before his album was released, and it was about how he'd hardly done any interviews. His um, Twitter profile picture was the back of his head. Yeah. Like he hadn't really said anything for about two years since One Direction went on a hiatus. And he was just completely silent and mysterious. And when he did tweet, it was always very aloof. And, yeah. And like, and it was just one big massive um, sort of, uh, not stunt, but like, a, it was a definite turn. Ploy. Yeah, ploy yeah. to kind of make him more mysterious, more like Lana Del Rey, more enigmatic, I guess. Yeah. And less... Yeah, and I think that's like taking the heat a little bit out of, yeah. of the One Direction thing, and I think that was quite clever. I love Lana Del Rey. I think she can make albums until she's in her 80s, you know what I mean? And, and, and she'll have a, yeah. fan, a core fan base, even if they're all really similar. But there's something interesting about her that I think keeps you you going with her almost. Like, there's always, yeah. she's always got something to say interesting. Yeah. And um, it is all in the lyrics as well. I yeah. Think. There's never really... Well, there wasn't there an interview where she said that she wanted to die or yeah. that she loved the thought of yeah. maybe dying? But I just think, you know, she's... Very just, Tumblr. I'm just looking at her right now. Yeah. I'm just like, I love her. Yeah. She's great. I'd say she's a, she's a character. Mm. She really is a character and that's not... It's... There's not. I don't think there's a huge overlap between who she is as a mm. person and obviously her her lyrics. Lizzie Grant. Yeah, exactly. There is a there's a kind of dichotomy between the two of them. Well, that's interesting you'd say that because I watched the Katy Perry um, <laughs> witness thing that she did where she was in the sort of Big Brother style house. Yeah. Four days. Yeah. Over a weekend. Cameras. Too much access. Yeah. Like yeah. Cameras filming her twenty four seven, and she actually sat through a therapy session and she was saying that there was a distinct dichotomy between Catherine Hudson and Katy Perry and uh, and she wanted to sort of be more like Catherine Hudson and it was very interesting and yeah. I think Lady Gaga also said something similar about not wanting to be Lady Gaga anymore because people were just always touching her and wanting to be with her yeah. and, and, and that must be really draining and I, um, you know when people want to take a, a selfie with them they don't even ask them how they are they're just like let's have a picture and they don't even look at them they yeah look at the it's quite and, dehumanizing yeah and I, I can imagine on a scale that they face that there must be some kind of split in their personality where they have to shut that out and so they, yeah that's like Katy Perry's a persona Lana Del Rey's a persona Lady Gaga's a persona and, and mo those three in particular, I think, more so than other pop stars. And I think that's how they've dealt with it. Whereas someone like Britney Spears is Britney Spears. All the time. I think. She can't ever take that off. Well, I think, I, I think, I, don't know. I think with Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga is so kind of theatre school mm. that performing arts school, you know, sorry, not to offend anyone, not oh, to offend the, the performing arts school goers who didn't do theatre, but she's, she's so theatrical that mm. I think she really did 
she'd put on an outfit all the time and she mm. would really perform but she also said that she'd never wanted to be seen not wearing heels because she wanted to make sure that she was always performing for her fans mm. and then she went away for a bit and she's she's going to constantly reinvent herself and stuff but with Katy Perry I'm not quite I, I love some of her songs and I think that there is something I think she's, she's probably just very very Californian and she's just very she's quite hyperactive she's, oh, she's quite very, yeah um I'm basically talking about the the carpool karaoke she did with James Corden, mm. and she said, "Trust me, Daddy," and he said, "Don't call me Daddy," mm. without even realizing the the kind of reference. And I don't think she even realized the reference, and she needed to be called out on that. I think mm. I think she was appropriate. Very excitable. <laughs> yes, I think that she's just and in her thing that she did for the witness thing, uh, she said that she's just an eleven year old kid basically. Yeah, and, and maybe which I find really creepy. Well, I find I don't a bit know, creepy. That has pr- that propelled piece of art like teenage dream and yeah and, and so you know something like california girls and teenage dream and tgif and that album could only really work if if there, there was kind of an infantile kind of person yeah leading it maybe maybe yeah. that's you know i do think there's she she really really kind of enjoys infantilizing herself and being mm. seen as someone who's a lot younger which I, I can understand there's a kind of vitality I mean if we are going to directly compare to Lana Del Rey like Lana Del Rey is, has always been an adult mm. star and uh, an adult musician whereas Katie Perry she, she really there's something very well she appeals a lot to children yeah she appeals a lot to kids and she's got those you know the nice sing-alongs and she's very mm. she's very kind of uh, technicolor yeah really really bright i, I love kate perry she's, yeah she's one of my favorite artists and i i, I, I kind anymore. of she is but, oh the there team. she is yeah sneaking around back uh-huh. there i've got okay. a, a just for the listeners at home there is a life-size katie perry <laughs> cut out in my house which i got for my birthday and we've lost the legs so now <laughs> she's just like looking at us from the TV but um, she I don't know there's just something about her that I really like and I really like Lady Gaga as well I know yeah. that they've always been kind of like at loggerheads almost like that's the rivalry that interests me yeah. I'm not really interested you're in not the into the, in the Taylor Swift one no because I just think that is like mm, boring you, I think Katy Perry's a dog person whereas Taylor Swift's a cat person right and I yeah. think that's probably the fundamental difference yeah that's quite interesting yeah Lady Gaga and like and Katy Perry came out sort of the same year, like within mm-hmm. a, within six months of each other. Sort of, one was from California, one was from New York. They're both kind of trying to reinvent the wheel and bring, do you want a top up? I would love a top up, yeah. And, um, and like they've kind of sort of um, shadow boxed around each other yeah. for, for their careers. And, and there was one year in 2013 where they both released albums. Katy released Prism which yeah. had Raw and Dark Horse on it, and uh, Lady Gaga released Art Pop. <laughs> seminal Art yeah. Pop, my favourite album of Lady Gaga's. What were and the that, singles that, on su- Art Pop? That summer was incredible. Um, applause. Yeah, that um, was fantastic. Do What You Want. Which was great until R. Kelly got involved. Yeah, yeah. better when Christina Aguilera was Oh, on. that was fantastic. Christina Aguilera should be on everything. Yeah. Her and Just Ariana going, Grande no. performing Dangerous Woman oh. is is absolute lesbian subtext oh. goals like that is everywhere how do you feel about Katy Perry I kissed the girl I I liked so I used to DJ as a um, gay woman how do you feel about I it? I would prefer the term lesbian but let's not get into that but <gasps> yeah, no tell me why you prefer that I mean this is this is all it's it's because it's just you would never call well I actually you probably would call yourself a lesbian man sometimes well we're talking about your hiking holiday I mean my that hiking was holiday in man Dorset was yeah. very lesbian yeah. yeah it's interesting that gay is the umbrella term yeah exactly the male. It's, it's the gay rights movement and yeah you know gay marriage everybody else has not to lesbian kind of, marriage well yeah exactly that's why same sex marriage is the kind of official um, term on oh, the yeah, on the on David silly. Cameron's Bill, thanks Same very much, Davy Cams. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. Um, <laughs> that Bless one thing, him. that one thing he did. That one thing he did for he us. got the shed. Yeah. Um, and um, so what were we saying? Katie oh, Perry. yeah, we're talking I about Katy Perry. Girl. So when that song came out, I she was had a DJ. Song, You're so gay as well. She had that. Yes. Song. Yeah. I. Um, Which so I, I would play. Liked. I I could potentially like blame losing losing a girlfriend because I played I played I kissed a girl at a, like I, I I would DJ it. 
um, at this awfully, really badly attended LGBT society disco mm. at Exeter University, and they were mm. given the entire student union, but I'd say about 50 people turned up, oh, and um, no. they're... And I think it might have been around the time I was playing that song, a girl came into the booth and we started kissing, even though I was meant to be like, in the early stages of seeing someone. Yeah. And then we ended up having... Uh, that was the beginning of the end. I thought that's when Katy Perry looked her best. She looked a bit like... Uh, uh, Zoe Deschanel? Yes, and Marianne yeah. Cotillard as well. Yeah. The three of them. That's like yeah. my ideal woman. I would yeah. be like, I'm straight for... Three, three-headed. I'm straight three-headed for woman. Marianne Cotillard. <laughs> have you seen the film with Firework? Which have you, one? Have you oh, seen yeah, where <gasps> she loses her? Spoiler, but oh. I mean, yeah, no, she, yeah, she loses her mind listening That's to funny, the Firework. Isn't it, kind of... I can't listen to Firework without thinking about that film. What's it called? Let's have so, a talk to the tarot. Let's see. Marion Cotillard. Shall we do the rest of this podcast in French? Oui. Un petit peu. Alors, Marion <laughs> Cotillard <laughs> filmography. Um, and it's got that hot man in it. Oh, oui. Je sais. Alors, Marion Encore une fois. Un moment, un moment. Je regarde le Wikipédia. <laughs> uh, il y a le filmographie. Je suis allé à la piscine. Ouais. Yeah. Uh, le nom de le film est... Je ne comprends pas. Uh, ah oui. De Rui et Do, which is Rust and Bone. Rust and Bone, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's got firework in it and now I can't I can't listen to firework without thinking about poor Shamu trapped in his cage. Have you did you see Allied? No, I didn't. That's I the saw, Brad Pitt, yeah. Marion Cotillard. I saw it on the plane to LA. Yeah. Did you cry? I cried so much. That's but a that's plane a, thing. it's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's so weird. I was weeping like a baby. <laughs> I once cried all the way through forgetting Sarah Marshall on the plane. What? Again, leading us back to Katy Perry. What? Oh, Russell Brand. Russell Brand yeah, in it, yeah. Yeah, maybe he watched that after they broke up, but I think he dumped her, didn't he? You sound like you're from London. Has the Dunkirk thing come out? No, that's coming out in a few weeks' time. Harry Styles is. With Harry. Yeah. So it's all interconnected. Directed. Yeah. So it's one big interconnected web. Marion of... was in the one uh, that's about Inception. Inception. And isn't the guy directing that directing Dunkirk? Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Thick. Or am I wrong? I know it's Christopher Nolan. Yeah, probably. Was it? And it's got and it's also Tom Hardy. He's got this kind of semi for Tom Hardy. Who hasn't? um, Are you straight for Tom Hardy? Apart from his his silly voice. Oh yeah. Very silly voice, Tom Hardy. It's a bit like that, isn't it? I don't get it with him. I I think he's really really handsome. mm, I don't know. And I think, but also his his the way he dresses. just looks like someone more. you'd see. It's Christopher Nolan, yeah, Dunkirk. Yeah. He just looks like someone you'd see on the street, I think. Yeah, it's quite short as well. Is it? Yeah. Have you, seen, right. have you seen him in person? Uh, I don't. No, I don't think I have. No. So, Sophie, I should probably <laughs> do. Um, a segue. A segue into. Just tell me about how you got into journalism. Is it very easy? Did you sidestep into it from somewhere else? What did you study? I. So, I basically grew up incredibly blinkered and quite lucky in some respects and not so lucky in other respects quite you know but I went to a really a a really good school Mm -hmm. and it wasn't you know no one's heard of it but it was it was a good school and towards the end of it I I auditioned I actually found an audition in the stage uh, which seems so ancient. That's how the Spice Girls started. Yeah. Uh, they all they all responded to an advert on the stage. So I saw this advert on the stage to go and audition for the, a new girl band. So I went down to Guildford to the, the a, is it called the ACM or something like that? Sure. There's like this Guildford Music Centre. And so I did an audition. I played Blondie Call Me and I played, I learned the chords for it and stuff. And then I got into a girl band called Bloke with no. an exclamation mark at the end. So it must be like, Bloke! Wow. Uh, yeah. And we had. I did not know this. We had you. a song called, I know, I should have brought that as you know one of my my aux cable yeah. songs but um i'll have to send it to you I, i'm not sure where where they're kept they're, actually the cds might be at home i'll bring that i'll, I'll, I'll come back one day and i'll, I'll send you 18 16. i was i was about 16 right and i was i was doing really well at school and then i just decided right 
fuck school, I'm gonna go and like join this band and mm -hmm. stuff. And I'm really, really happy that I didn't, and actually I did an interview, uh, Peter Robinson, Pop Justice came and interviewed us and he did a kind of, he did some press training for us. And wow. he interviewed our drummer who was gorgeous, but not very good at drumming. And I can slag her off because I, I we, we were completely manufactured. It was all before, it was yeah. before even MySpace. I said to them, do you think we should get my, like a MySpace profile? No. But anyway, I, I was such a keen, fan of pop justice and I was always writing on the forums. Yeah. I got into a fight with someone because I said that the guy from Keen looked like he should be slapped in the face with a piglet, which wasn't really fair. <gasps> Tom, uh, yeah, in the middle of his port addiction. Oh. And um, so I was I was in this band and I wrote everything on our website. I think it was like a it was really 2.0. It was really like not even two it was it was backward. It was mm. proper GeoCity stuff. Oh yeah. And I so I wrote the, the website and when gifts weren't Yeah, cool. exactly. Well, no, like but things they didn't were, move. They just didn't move. We had we had a car we had cartoons drawn up of uh, like yeah, we had cartoons drawn up of us and this then we incredible. and then we were gonna go to and we were pop punk, so yeah. we were gonna support McFly on tour, but then our manager would have had to pay loads of money. The rest of the band I don't really I don't really know anything about what happened to them but we ended up kind of peeling off because we all realized that we needed to put our education first so right. i did english and film studies and i said oh i'm not going to do anything i'm i'm not going to do anything practical i'm just going to do everything theoretical i'm just going to be a brain mm -hmm. like that's it i don't need to ever make anything with my hands or and it was so snobby and it was right. so stupid because now i'm meeting people who or i'm like friends of people who left school at 14 16 started working making films and now they're completely coining it and that and, and they're happy with what they're doing as well mm. not that i'm unhappy but i know the future of journalism is journalism and video and stuff mm. so that's the next thing that i need to go towards and obviously broadcasting that's mm -hmm. why it's great to be doing this so oh it's a long it's a long story but <laughs> i'd always had this ongoing enjoyment of writing mm -hmm. uh, that I'd picked up and I'd kind of capitalised on when I was in the band. I say mm -hmm. capitalised, I made no money from the band. And also all of our rehearsal sessions, we had to rehearse miming the songs because <laughs> no. the songs had already been recorded. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. They were really, really good songs I don't know why though. I'm so surprised because I, I kind know. of feel like I was I was guitarist. This must have Does that make it feel normal? And yeah. I was, no, I was I backing imagine. vocalist as well. Okay. Yeah. No, I'd love to hear some An alto, songs. I'm an alto. Do you remember who yeah. you were working with, like songwriters? Um a guy called oh it will be on it, so Peter Robinson did this interview yeah. with us and also did an interview with um, a band called Genie Queen which had <laughs> um, thingy Crouch who's Peter Crouch's wife oh yeah yeah so in, in this <laughs> okay. interview he he it, the, the article is for the Observer Music Monthly and it was entitled When Will I Be Famous and it was all about how difficult it is to break into music mm. and so that was. A kind of a, a, a good starting point for a, a band that's starting off but also we we came along just after the faders right who did that incredible song which was just a massive rip-off mm. of iggy pop yeah and it was uh, it's called can't stop can't fight that feeling so and it was a re and but are we talking like 2006 yes yeah, 2000, no, 2005, 2004, 2005. yeah, yeah. yeah. just okay. as like Arts and Monkeys had come out as well, yeah. that's why I said we need to get a MySpace profile, we never did. Yeah, um, okay. But I'll find out who, who are some of I So I left uni and I was like, I really want to do some journalism stuff, so I did loads of internships and then yeah. I just didn't really get that far. I applied for a master's, which is, I was supremely lucky to be able to do that. I don't yeah. think they have the loans that they do anymore for that. Mm -hmm. And... Um, a career development personal loan or something like that and they just don't have them mm -hmm. and then after that I'd I'd kind of I was working for entertainment wise I helped oh, yeah. them launch pop dash which was their pop music site which yeah. was essentially that was just as Lady Gaga and Justin Bieber were getting really 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 huge and so every single article had to somehow have a reference to Justin Bieber or Lady Gaga in. Mm. Um, and that was when I managed to get an invite to a Paris Hilton party, which was really fun because Chloe Moretz walked up to me and said, excuse me, are you LaRue? <laughs> <laughs> which is really fun. Oh my God. Yeah, that was really fun. Oh, and um, spent the night hanging out with Chloe Moretz. Amazing. And her, and her older gay brother. Obviously she was 13 at the time. No. Yeah. And um, so, 
Yeah, I think Peter really liked me the most as well because in the article here, I'm just reading it, he says, when I first meet bloke, he didn't put the exclamation mark at the end, which is annoying, but he said, mm. AKA Sophie, he puts me at the front, Sophie, Abby, Faith, and Gina. Gina was the drummer and she mm. wasn't, but you can blank that out. But yeah. she she was really thick because she said, oh, I just really don't like people who don't write their own music. I think Kylie's really shit because she doesn't write her own music. And he was like, do you not realize you don't write your own music? And she was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll um, Next time I see Peter, I will, we'll talk about Blow, I think. Yeah, yeah. His memories of we did, Blow. We did good songs. Are you, are you all right for um, a drink? Yes, yeah, okay. I'm well, so I'll soon be out. I might top mine up a little bit just for a little sound effect. Okay, I'll have, have a little bit. It's just nice, isn't it? Nice, it's it? yeah. refreshing. Oh, nice. There we go. This is going down lovely. Yeah, 10.99. 10.99. So, obviously, I think you have a very deep and vast knowledge of music from Thanks. from... From knowing you and from going like playing your birthday and and hearing that you went to Heat and you've done this and you've done that, I mean, you know, that's uh, those are some key arbiters of taste. Arbiters of taste. Yeah. Um, and I like to ask all of my guests on Butterpop to um, uh, take my aux cable yeah. and play me three songs that they think get a bad rep but they want to defend. Okay. Um, and obviously, no pressure, they don't have to be amazing, but um, yeah, so three songs. Okay. A bit like Desert Island. I, I really struggled with this because I feel like there's a lot of songs that I. that people have to kind of know about to right. not like, but also, as soon as people know about a song, there'll always be some sort of cult following for mm. it. Um, so. Well, we've, we've had s- Scooter on this yes, show. Yes, yeah. We've That's. Had- Amen. There we go. Right, I'm gonna play now. Oh, I feel like I know this. I leave a light on in case you come back. Not like it. No, I remember it. I've been in my whole song. Yeah, gotta believe that. Yes, I believe that. It gets really Christmassy. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't she brummy? I'm not saying you're brummy. Sorry, I know you're like maybe. Yeah, I think she's. Oh, this takes me right back. Yeah. That took me a while. Yeah. Her voice was... is absolutely incredible, and the way they shaped, like, I think, didn't her and Talisa get into a tussle because because she was meant to be framed as this bully? And I just think, yeah. I don't think either of them were in the wrong and either of them were in the right. I think the whole thing was just made up nonsense. Mm, yeah, apparently she was a bitch to Little Mix, right? I don't remember. Okay. I, I really don't. It's, it's... You don't want to libel anyone. Well, no, it's not that. It's that I didn't really watch that season. Yeah. 
Um, I remember the whole bully thing, but I don't. I don't know who it was about. Okay. It all blurs into one X Factor. It really does. Um, what is your number two? My number two. Your number two. Oh, this prosecco is quite a. It's quite. It's, it's a gassy drink, isn't it? Yeah, you can fart. That. I don't mind. No, 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 it's a burp one. Right, can you hear that? Just about. <laughs> Yeah, Latin heartthrob playing his kind of sassy salsa. This is really like Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I mean, when I first heard the song, I was like, I know this already. And after not listening to it for probably a good year, I know that I can... This harmony that she sings. Oh, yeah. It's just so... Like standard country harmony. Though. It is, yeah, yeah. You can completely just like walk in, so you can just waltz into that harmony. It's so easy to do, and it sounds so lovely. Mm-hmm. And the vi- the video is really nice. It was them in a hotel room that went really icy, and then it was full of yeah. fire as well. Who was she again? Maya M E J A. But pa- yes, but also apparently in Turkey he did a duet with another woman because she was really big in Turkey, and apparently Turkey was his biggest country for was a bit. It wasn't Sertab, was it? Uh, I don't. I really don't know enough of my Turkish singers. So oh she won Eurovision. So okay, hang on. Private emotion. I do like this. It's very um, lesbian playlist. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. Okay. Which, for those of you that don't know, um, Julian and I have a fantastic <laughs> Spotify playlist called Now. That's what I call lesbian nineties, featuring KD Lang, uh, Meredith Brooks, Melissa Etheridge. Um, I know, but I I'm, wish though. I think she made me realise that I'm a bitch. That's such a that was yeah. That anthem. came out twenty years and about a couple weeks ago. Ricky Martin though, I wouldn't say no. No, I think well he's a what did he say? I'm a I'm a um I'm a fortunate gay man. When he came out he said yeah. I'm a fortunate gay man. And I quite I like that as like a nice little Oh yeah, how he found his boyfriend was okay. like direct messaging him on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, because he just really People love it. those stories, like yeah. him and Paul Hollywood have done that, haven't they? <gasps> Don't get me started about Paul Hollywood. Okay, what do you My basement is flooded right now, just the men. <laughs> and I'm like it's the blue eyes, isn't it? Oh, God. I, his eyes are incredible. I think they do something. They used to, well, obviously in the old Bake Off, they did something to the 
like to the, the mm. film or something to really highlight the eyes. They do that to Cameron Diaz as well. Like um, the, one of the. It's a bit like you. So what's song number three? Right, I feel like you of all people will appreciate this. Oh God. Okay, you're gonna know it immediately. Am I? And I feel yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know Misha B. Yeah, I, which is surprising, but I knew it. But I was just yeah. Like, but what? Misha B was niche. Yeah. Yeah. Niche B. Niche B. Yeah. Niche here we go. B. Right, you're gonna know this one immediately. Okay. This is George Michael. Yeah, it's quite freak. How do you know? Because I could hear the beeps that were at the beginning of the song. I mean, I couldn't even pick that up. I've got really good hearing. That's like hearing like the tiniest mosquito. But I've got really good hearing. <laughs> So I really distinctly remember on Boxing Day, the day after we died. Yeah. Driving to um Oswald Street in Wales to, to Julian's sister-in-law's parents' house. Yeah. Um for like a family dinner. And driving through like it was that winter sunshine where it's like so bright but it's still foggy and misty. Yeah. And like all these like beautiful rolling hills and trees without leaves on them and every house had its own little decorations and it was really beautiful in like England. It was yeah. like Bridget Jones' diary. And I was like in my car with this on as loud Lasting as out in your just pummeling my penetrating way. Penetrating your way through these yeah. very feminine yeah. hills like, just going just through in this. fucking the countryside yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my big blue car on my way to see your cock blues Filling up yeah. our glasses because we need to make a big toast to Giorgio Paniotu. I can't even say it. I've just come back from Paniotu. Greece. Yeah. That was wonderful. To George. To George. May he rest in peace. 
Mm. I think that video is incredible as well. Just does his spaffing one off as well. Yeah. How, how lovely. Yeah. Oh, I love songs with um, with orgasmic voices in them as well. Well, men never do it. There's never You no. never hear a man in music being like, ah, oh, like that. No. You always just hear women. That is true. Maybe, oh, that's my new thing. Spaffing Maybe the next, yeah, the... like the next Tom Aspel single yeah. will just be me just like coming on the street. No. <laughs> Oh, God, George Michael, that really upsets me. Sorry. No, it's fine. I... It's nice to remember him, isn't it? Yeah. I remember him the right way and not just follow that mainstream narrative of him being... Wham. He had so many, like, these stories coming out of him donating things and, and always insisting... He'd watch something on TV about someone struggling and he was yeah. up and... Yeah, and he'd always money. insist yeah. that you never told the press. Yeah. And he, it Completely. all came out after he died. Yeah, and he did. Um, obviously, don't let the sun go down on me. Yeah, which is um, quite topical because obviously there's the Grenfell. What's the song for Grenfell? Which I came th- out? Uh, Bridge over troubled water. I yes. Think. No. Yes, that is the song that they've which, they've recorded. They've re-recorded that. Which I haven't heard yet, but there is a, a, a tradition of charity songs. Do you have a particular favourite? Uh, my favourite. Oh, I, I mean, I really like the original Live Aid one, or Band-Aid, Band-Aid one. What's the yeah. difference? Because Band-Aid, but what's... Do they know it's Christmas? Yeah. I, Live Aid was the concert. Live Band-Aid Aid was, was a concert, the but Band-Aid was the band, and obviously yeah. a lot of Americans must have got really confused because they thought that was like a plaster, and mm-hmm. obviously it is a plaster over the festering wound that yeah. was everything going on in Africa at the uh-huh. time. But I really like watching the video. Obviously, George Michael's there. Yeah. Um, Duran Duran, Boy George, that he he was he was on a massive bender in um, is in like a drug bender. Yeah. They got a they got they flew him over, and he was. Uh, I like watching that video. Banana Rama as well. They were um, in the second one. Yeah. Well, maybe they were in both. I think they were just in the second one. Yeah. Because that was Stop Aitken Waterman mm-hmm. did that one, and the th- the third one was. 2004, yeah. which was when Dizzy Rascal had uh, that, that, that first. That rap, yeah. Will Young was in it, and yeah. the Sugar Babes, and I think Coldplay and Robbie Williams, yeah. and Jamelia. Maybe. They gave Mitch's voice quite a prominent well, part, to, didn't they? Which I, obviously her voice is Voice of the nation. Did you like Perfect Day? I really, yeah, actually, no, that was my, my actual favourite one. That it was wasn't a charity day. single. No, that was a BBC corporate single. But it felt like a charity it song. It felt like a charity song, because, like, I mean, maybe it was, it was, it was almost, it was quite prescient to realise how little money public services would have in the future, and so they were doing this song to kind of give it a, a real boost before suddenly money disappeared. Oh my god, maybe it is, is worth testing me on what I can remember. I'm going to test you on who sings what on Perfect okay. Day. Okay. Just a perfect day. My favourite bit was, oh, it's such a perfect day. <laughs> the Scousers. Who was that? Lightning Seeds. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then yeah, Gabrielle. I'm gonna spin it with you. Okay. Okay. Are you recording? Okay. Are we live? No, I... Yeah, not live, but... So you've got to name them. And if you get it wrong, you've got to drink. Okay. Who's this? Lou Reed. Correct. I will drink. Can't sing, can he? Who's that? Oh, can you pause it? Can you pause it? Oh, that's Morchiba, the third one. Yeah, it was, but who's the second one? Oh! Bono. Bonite, right, Cal okay, Drink. Just yeah. a perfect day. Who's that? Bowie. Yeah. Oh, some old white lady. Mm-mm. Oh. Suzanne Vega. Elton John. Obs. Okay, this one's good. I'm drinking a lot. This one's good. Ronan Keating and Boyzone. Yes. Oh, goosebumps everywhere. I'm to show my... Oh, that, that was opera singer. Yeah. Not Catherine Jenkins. Loose Woman. Oh God. That's Courtney Pines. No. Bono. Burning Spear, yeah. Bono. Okay, I'm just gonna glug. Uh, Bernard. No, not Bernard Mano. <laughs> what? The one the big voice. I don't know. Actually, it doesn't say. The one who <gasps> plays Blackheart. M People Lady. Yeah, Heather yeah. Small. 
Reba McIntyre, no. or some sort of drink. That was Emily Harris. And now it's Tammy Winnett. Shay McGowan. Oh. And I'll take a massive glug to that. Mm. I know what he looks like because he's got that chin hanging out. Bowie again. Obviously. Uh, no. 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 Yeah. Huey Morgan. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, my favourite bit. A perfect day. The lightning, lightning seeds. seeds yeah. Gabrielle, Gabrielle. my birthday twin. That's Courtney Pine, surely. Uh, I remember this person touching themselves. Oh, it's such a good song. That bit's great. This is about heroin, this song. Is it? Yeah. This is Courtney Pine on the saxophone. On the saxophone. There we go. Yeah, this is about getting like getting completely jacked up on heroin in the park and lying down and enjoying it <gasps> suede yeah oh yes who's this oh that was an actress or something that was joan oma trading oh for god's sake i should have known that heather small yep what? Reap. Reap. Tom Jones. Yes. How does Small gets all the fucking solos? Tom Jones was out until 6am the other night. Doing what? Uh, hanging out with Guns N' Roses after their gig. Wow. At the Chilton Firehouse. What you saw Oh, beautiful Yeah See, that was amazing Might need some top-ups now Yes, it's been well, wonderful having you here Thank you very much um, Next week oh, Sorry, no, what were you saying? I was just going to say, are you going to strip that down? Oh, like Liam Payne Yeah, like Liam Payne Like yeah. Liam Wolverhampton's finest Payne Yeah um, no, I'm not going to strip it down. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but uh, next week I'm going to be joined by the wonderful, talented singer and songwriter Leo Callian. That will be fun. I hope you have a nice time in Italy. Thank you. And Thank you. Um, I would love to have you back. I'm sure I'm going to do another season or series in the UK. I need to bring you my Blake CD. You right. do, yeah. I need to hear more yeah. about bloke. I'm really interested. I'm gonna ask Peter Robinson about that. Thank you for the prosecchi, that's very kind. And uh yeah, wonderful. Um thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, thank you.